0: Hello and welcome into another episode of Popcorn for Breakfast. We have an all new, very packed show for you today. We're going to be reviewing the film Tom and Jerry, which is available in theaters and on HBO Max if you are a subscriber. We're going to get you all caught up on what's popping, including Golden Globes recap, a new Superman movie, um, some Disney news. we got lots of stuff to talk through there. And then, in honor of Tom and Jerry, we are going to play a game called cat and mouse. So let's get to it. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Popcorn for Breakfast with your co-host, Kirk. Hello, hello. I am your other co-host, Cam, and joining us for the very first time on PFB, we've got a new face. That's Brandon up there in your right-hand corner. What's going on, Brandon? What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So we will get to a lot of things this episode. Like I said in the open, we're going to be reviewing Tom and Jerry. We are going to talk through the Golden Globes, which were not even a week ago. Oh, my gosh. That feels like an eternity ago. That feels like yes. eons ago. Um, we're going to talk about the Golden Globes. We're going to talk about this new Superman movie, which I know Kirk is fired up. Ret to go. Oh, my gosh. He's wearing a <laughs> Superman shirt. Yeah, he's ready. He's ready. So we'll talk about that. We got a lot of exciting stuff, but let's, let's first talk about our format here. Can we talk about it? So we yes. got some big changes coming to the PFB landscape. First of all, we've added Brandon, uh, who's going to be helping us out with some video. He's going to be helping us out um, during our broadcast, joining us. Uh, he's going to be doing some production, all kinds of stuff, and hopefully spinning right. up his own podcast someday. I don't know. We, we don't want to get greedy. We don't want to get greedy with Brandon's time, but we are excited to have Brandon, and um, and uh we have a lot of exciting things so stay tuned to us on social media this week because we're going to be dropping all kinds of new deets um if you happen to find this broadcast on twitch we're actually streaming live on twitch um this is our very first time doing it so we didn't really advertise it but we are doing it so um how do you guys feel being live
1: you know it's a little terrifying uh however we've been doing this for almost a year and a half or actually a year and a half going on two years yeah and very rarely do we have to. I'm gonna jinx ourselves now. Very rarely do we have to stop and then restart. So it's a good, it's a good enough format for us because we're professionals. So we're excited to see everyone who joins <laughs> us here.
2: Yes, yes, I feel fantastic. Uh, it was. I, I saw you guys had about sixty something episodes under belt yes, already. That's, that's right. amazing. Sixty that, something. That, that's fantastic. I remember whenever we started our podcast, I think we maybe got to episode ten and kind of fizzled out. So. 60 is, is amazing
0: well Thank we appreciate you. it i think by the time we hit episode 1000 we might actually be good i don't know yes. <laughs> I, fingers crossed fingers crossed we might actually be making some good content um so brandon let's let's intro brandon a little bit brandon um we're bringing you into the fold we've known you for a while we used to work together um yes, sir. and we've been wanting to work with you for a really long time so let's chat what, what do the people need to know what do the people need to know about you Oh. Uh,
2: You're Dragon well, Ball Z well, fan.
0: That's what I think is probably yes, most important. Yes, I mean, let's always let's start Dragon there. Dragon
2: Ball Z. That's that <laughs> was a uh, life lifelong Dragon Ball Z fan since uh since little tykes. I yes. Mean, can you you guys remember, I'm sure, coming home from school at like 3:30, o'clock and Tsunami's on and you get two episodes <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z and then like followed like before that you got like Sailor Moon and all those good yep. shows. U- you You Hoka
0: show, You show oh yeah maybe some gundam maybe some gundam up in there oh yeah oh
2: yeah good old days oh yeah good old days of tsunami but no um i mean i i have a little background and um some video production you know we've ran through a podcast before it was pretty much strictly game of thrones uh reference but i mean uh popcorn for breakfast you guys are. You guys got it. <laughs> well, we talk about all kinds of things. We talk about movies. We talk about
0: TV. We're going to be talking about all kinds of other stuff, and we're just looking to grow this thing, turn it into something. So That's we right. are we are stoked to have you on board, and we have tons of exciting things planned. In fact, this is just the very beginning of what we're going to be doing. Even this month, we're going to be doing all kinds of new things that we will unveil throughout the week. Um, what a time to be alive, guys! I'm telling you, it's. It's, it's exciting. Great. Did you know it's that uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson pack released are releasing an album together. I'm like, what is this? Dude, this is the like- single
1: dropped like either overnight the other night, but I was like brushing my teeth and it popped up on my phone and I was like, yes.
0: It's called Silk Sonic. Oh, you haven't heard of this, Brandon. I
2: have not. Dude, that this is crazy. this yeah. is
0: certain to change the world as we know it. I, I mean, it's the first really good sign that's like that 2021 is off to a hot start because I mean, I feel like
1: Bruno okay. Mars like okay. went went and hid in a hole he did. Uh, for the pandemic Maybe he was he just making this. He couldn't He can't risk those vocal cords and that, that breath support that he's got, so he had to go hide from from the COVID. So it's it's smooth, it man. Is. It I, is good.
2: I tell you what, I haven't thought of bruno mars in right? probably at least a year i mean yep. it's, it's crazy i think he does Onto that by design
0: i think he does it by design i think he like intentionally goes into hiding like maybe he finds a way to make sure people aren't mentioning him on social media so then when he comes back people are like oh my gosh bruno mars it's so great um so there, we got that going for us i got new mike who's who dis we got a new Mike <laughs> here so i'm pretty excited about that and uh we've got good movies to review lots of, we have lots of movies to review i just started raya and the last dragon which is available in theaters and on disney plus we watched tom and jerry kirk we just we just did episodes back to back of nomad land and judas and the black messiah both of which were very good and we're in the midst of award season so we got a lot going on
1: so many things so many things one thing's before i forget that i want to add about brandon is that brandon and i share a birthday is that uh, true? I
2: forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, Dude,
0: we have to record. No, you guys aren't going to want to record on your birthday. But we need to do something to commemorate the occasion.
1: Yeah, th- there will be some sort of fantastic Photoshop graphic. I'm sure you can come up with, Cam, as you have in the past. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean, my my terrible Photoshop skills can be put to the test yet again.
1: I mean, you saw my Golden Globes, one of us standing <laughs> on stage. That was good,
0: though. Like, that was, was, pretty, that was pretty good, I felt like.
1: All right, all right. Especially
0: since you're copping the iPad edition of Photoshop, I was
1: like pretty <laughs> I impressed. Am.
0: I got my Apple pencil
2: <laughs> and my iPad. <laughs> Isn't that pretty tough to do on iPad? Yes. I, I, I just got I just got the iPad Air, right? And Ooh, yeah. I, it, I, it's awesome. The Apple pen is awesome. I love it, but it's difficult to. I, I think. Having the paper material helps with you know drawing correct circles and all that good stuff. It's it's tough to actually draw on iPads. It is. It is. It's tough to do anything in
0: Photoshop on iPad. I don't know how you do anything, Kirk. I've like, I have pretty much figured out my way around Photoshop on the desktop, and then I tried to do iPad, and I felt like I was in a different world altogether. It
1: doesn't make. It does not compute. It does not translate at all. Uh, it's it takes probably. So I don't have as much experience with Photoshop as either of you, probably. So if it takes Cameron 15 minutes to do it on his computer, <laughs> it probably takes me an hour and a half to do it on my iPad.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would probably take me even longer on the iPad. It's it's bad. <laughs> it's bad news. There's been a couple of times where I've been like, oh, crap, breaking news, and I have to try to throw something together on the iPad. It's a disaster. I usually just get mad and, and stop. So yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: I used to mostly use mine for news stories and, you know, just reading. Yes.
0: That's that's basically all that's there for. Maybe, like, streaming some stuff. I don't know. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. So we've got a game at the end of the show, too. We're going to play Cat and Mouse. So I want to prime you guys for this game because we're going to do What's Poppin', which is our news. We're going to do the Tom and Jerry review, and then we're going to play a game based on Tom and Jerry that actually I came up with. I took Kirk's Game Master hat, and I placed it on my head. It fit better than I was expecting, actually. And, uh yep. So the, the way this game works, so you guys can be prepared for this, there are lots of hero-villain pairs in, in all of history. It doesn't have to just be movies, just in general. Hero, hero-villain pairs. So what we need to do is give each other one half of the pair. That'll be like either the cat or the mouse, and then the other person needs to come up with it. Here's an example. Dudley do He would be the mouse. Who's the cat? Anybody a Dudley do fan? Nobody is. Am I the only person on the planet who's seen this show? Well, Snidely, Whip, Snidely Whiplash. He's the one with the handlebar mustache. But anyway, that's how it would go. So we won't use Dudley d Right because that pff, gone. <laughs> there was a terrible Dudley d Right live action movie. I think it was. Was oh, it? Goodness. Was it Brendan Fraser? No.
1: He was Dudley.
0: He was right.
1: Yes, he was. Hold on, I'm looking this up. Who was the villain? Oh. I want to say Jim right. Carrey, but there's no way he was the Sonic villain and that one.
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't Jim Carrey. It was. Oh, here we go. It is Brandon Fraser. Yeah. And
1: Sarah Jessica Parker was in there. She was not the villain.
0: I don't. Is this Alfred Molina? No.
1: No, he was Snidely.
0: Alfred Molina was Snidely, right? Who is the is the prospector? The villain? No, the that? Snidely Whiplash is the villain.
1: Oh, so it was Alfred Molina. Dude, <laughs> that cast.
0: Can we talk about that cast? That's amazing. That's like one of the best things I've ever heard. And that movie's I mean. just abysmal. What does it have? I'm oh, guessing it has to be sub sub thirties on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Forty four Meta score. On it's got a three point nine out of ten.
2: <laughs> yes it does. On IMDB.
0: Okay. Not off to a good start. Not off to a good start. Um, hold on. We're improvising here. Let's see. Sarah Jessica Parker was in that movie.
1: Yes, she was. I mean, that's a snapshot of the 16%. '90s right there. Sixteen
0: percent. Sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, guys.
2: Now, now, can you give me a premise of this movie? I know zero things about Deadly Do Right. Can you give me he a, is, a quick laydown?
0: No, I can't really. I mean, he <laughs> he is a he's a mountie. He's a Canadian folk hero, basically. He's like a, he's Canadian mounted police. And yep. his sidekick is his horse, obviously, because that's the laziest way to go with that. Mm-hmm. And Snidely Whiplash is like the most stereotypical villain ever. He wears all black. He's got a cape. He's got a handlebar mustache. So that's really all you need to know. I mean, what more do you need in a, in a movie, a show, a hero? I mean, it's just great. Good, good quality content.
1: Well, let's just get out of this. Dudley, do
0: right. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Anomaly that's that's on me. I'm done with it. That's on me. I take that. I will take that. All right. So let's move on. Can we move on to what's popping then? Can we let's pop it, it, it up? It. All right. Let's pop it up.
2: God, I love the sound effects. Do you like that?
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. That's uh, sound effects courtesy of ZapSplat, which is a great. It's on, no free ads, but here we go. Like, it is a free free website. You just go on there. You, you log in and you can use their sounds. You just have to give them credit. So I'd like to
1: say I'm not beneath uh, free ads at this point. And yeah, then same. they can become regular ads. Yeah, I'm we might get some that.
0: free ads because I think we're going to share some YouTube videos later. So there might, you never know. You never know. It's, it's <laughs> first time streaming and we might get wild a little bit. We might get wild. Um, oh, oh. Let's talk about the Golden Globes. Let's talk about the Golden Globes. Kirk, I left you hanging on the Golden Globes social media, Ooh. but you held it down. I pictured you, um, you know that Bruce Almighty gif where it's Jim Carrey and he's like typing super fast? That was you last Sunday night. I think that oh, was actually
1: you. That is exactly what I was doing.
0: <laughs> you made like <laughs> like 45 different Photoshop graphics just for like, congratulations so and so on your gold. It was, it was ridiculous. I
1: did. I, I did indeed. Uh, it was just rapid fire, just left and right, uh, just kicking those out. And it was a faster format, right? Because they were, they only, it was no one way accepted faster. an award. Right. No one accepted an award in person. Um, they had some presenters live, uh, maybe all presenters live. I don't even remember anymore, but man, <laughs> they were going so fast. Uh, so it, it's, it's amazing that my fingers are still here.
0: Yeah. So pandemic golden globes looked like this. We had two studios, live studios, one In New York and one in L.A. And Kirk, correct me if I'm wrong about this. And then they had first responders as the guests in each of those. It was, like, really intimate. Like, it looked like if you went to, like, open mic night at a local. Mm -hmm. Like, it was really small. But it was cool. Like, those people got, like, up close and personal with some really big celebrities. So that was cool. And then pretty much everyone except, I mean, everyone who was a nominee was at home. And so they would, like, show them on the screen and then, if they gave an acceptance speech, they would just like kick it over to them. Um, oh, Kirk, there's your beautiful, there's your beautiful graphics. There it is. Oh, and there's one for me. That's so nice. <laughs> 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 um, but I want to talk about the Golden Globes and any surprises, any disappointments, anything. I don't know any takeaways at all, other than Sean Penn's hair, which was. My favorite thing ever in history. I, I loved it so much. I I don't even know if it's a meme template, but I've made it into one that I that at least I will continue to use. And I don't even know if it's a meme. It's just like I will react to things with it. It could mean anything. It's like a trump card. Like It can mean anything. It's like wild in Uno.
1: I love that. I love it. I would say definitely Sacha Baron Cohen is going to be up there on my list because he He won at least twice um, for best actor and for best comedy. Uh, That was huge. That was absolutely huge because he got a lot of backlash right before the the most previous uh, Golden Globes last year. Um, He was up for nominees for a limited series called The Spy on Netflix, which I watched. and I loved it. Go watch it. It's really fun. And it was pretty shocking um, that he has been forgiven, apparently. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's also, it's pretty, it's a pretty fun movie. You know, it's not like, uh, it's not everyone's cup of tea by any means, but it's fascinating. Borat? Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's, it, is, it is always funny to like see Borat to like winning awards at a war show. It's just, <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious. Like you couldn't script it better than that. Like it's just, it's beautiful. And his
2: speeches were great too. Wasn't John yes. from uh, Kazakhstan for the first one, and then they like <laughs> for the second one, he got all this exposure, and everybody yeah. was like loving him from it just because they, you know, he brought so much, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, like people knew him. It was, it was a different. It was totally different, but it, it was cool. He pulled it off too, and he was nominated for Trial of the Chicago Seven as well, which he was. Yes awesome in that movie yeah um but he didn't take home the victory for that that went to mr daniel kaluuya who was insane in judas and the black messiah i think big surprises for me well first of all i was surprised in the first place that the five bloods and um judas and the black messiah didn't get nominated for best picture and i was surprised by um I don't know, just by, like, some of the wins. Like, I was surprised by Jodie Foster winning. I was surprised by – I was a little bit surprised by Rosemond Pike, even though she was um, awesome in I Care A Lot. And I don't know. I mean, I think overall my biggest disappointment with the Golden Globes was that it just wasn't fun to make fun of the Golden Globes this year. It felt like you were kicking them while they were down. And one of my favorite things every year is to laugh at the Golden Globes because I think they're so terrible. I think it's the worst award show Ever and I hate that we have to even talk about it, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was just like you, you can't kick somebody when they were down, and you know, they were trying and they like did a nice thing with the first responders, so it was like, man, I can't even make fun of the Golden Globes this year, so it's just not yeah, I'm not gonna
2: lie, I have never watched a Golden Globe. No, you should, um, you should one included, uh, so yeah, I, I can clear the air here, like I, I didn't see any of it, yeah.
0: So last year, what I told everybody. What I told every single person was, um, oh, somebody's commenting in the chat. Oh, Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, nice to see you. Um, But one of the things that I thought was like, one of the things I did last year before the Globes, I was like, we are going to cover the Golden. I think I did this, Kirk. I was like, we're going to cover the Golden Globes we're going to talk about it, but do not watch it. I like recommended. Yes. I was like, everybody, don't like, trust me. Kirk and I will watch it. We will take that bullet that's for right. you. We will take it. <laughs> if you're going to watch anything, watch our live stream um, during it. And uh, that's it. Don't watch the act because the show itself is
2: just awful. It's just what awful. was the best part? What was the best part of it for you guys for the Globes this year? Yeah.
0: Um, I would say <laughs> the only like
1: shining moment of it was when uh, Maya Rudolph and um, uh, Keenan Thompson showed up and did like a silly little skit. They announced them for the, and I have it pulled up uh, now, that they announced them as the winner of the least original song. And first of all, Amy Poehler misspoke their fake category. <laughs> so she said, the least original song in a telefilm, dramedy, or comma, as in like grammar. <laughs> <laughs> set of comedy so that was that was great uh, and then the, they had these silly made-up names beverly jackfruit and francois jean rudy and they just went off on this random tangent but that was like really the only memorable thing yeah besides sean penn's hair because you know at the golden globes they let the celebrities mingle more they're on the floor they're at tables they let them drink and things get wild and people just do crazy things so there was no craziness to come about this time
0: yeah, here's here. I got. I have one that you did not name though. Oh, the Jason Sudeikis acceptance speech for <laughs> Ted Lasso was an all timer because a Jason Sudeikis is wearing a hoodie. Everybody else is dressed to the nines, which like that's kind of funny in and of itself. It's like very meta because the whole work from home thing. Like you get that mix sometimes on a meeting where like everybody's dressed nice, um, and then. Like somebody's wearing a hoodie and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, but it was funny because he, he's Jason Sudeikis. He had the Ted Lasso mustache. He was totally floored, did not appear to be expecting it at all. He was maybe under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Who knows? Usually, usually the Golden Globes, like people are, then it's a given. But with this, um, I don't know. <laughs> but he, was, he had no idea what to say. And so it was just like delightfully awkward and felt very real. And so I feel like that was the best part. Yep. Still not worth watching, though, <laughs> at all. Still not worth watching at all, at all. Oh, man. Um, nice, nice. But, yeah, that's the Globes, and we'll never talk about it again because it's because <laughs> it's over, and it's the worst, and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that it's over. But let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about Disney. Disney does this thing these days, guys. Have you noticed this? You don't get, like, sporadic Disney news. They drop it on you in buckets, buckets full. They're just, like, psh- Here's the next dump of news stories. Um, So here's what we got this time. Release dates, which release dates are always precarious, especially when you're talking about COVID times. But the good thing about these release dates is they're close and they're Disney plus. So that's not one of these situations where it's like black widow in theaters, May 5th or whatever, where you're like, yeah, that's not happening. Um, it is like Disney Plus stuff that we know is coming up. So, the first thing we got was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we already know the release date is uh, three nineteen, right? That's a Friday, three nineteen. Yeah, because this Friday was the fifth. So then the twelfth, yes. the nineteenth. We'll get Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one, and then the bad bat. What what is, what
1: was that? Was <laughs> was my shield? I don't know what you're talking
0: about. What is
2: that? <laughs> oh, it's just my son's uh, Captain America shield toy. I bet you get more fun out of your kids' toys than they actually do, don't you? Because I do. I know I do. I do indeed. I do indeed. This thing has like a propeller. It's like a one-shot. That's
1: what just flew off here. And I don't know where it flew off to, so I can't find it. But I had to do it. <laughs> I brought
0: several Oh, the toys propeller went. Stand. That's what that was. I saw yes. something. I was like...
1: It was just a little circular thing that flew out. I have several toys here that I will surprise you throughout the episode well, that's today. that's great.
0: That's great. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad about that. Um, so, yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's coming on the 19th so that's only two less than two weeks away guys less than two weeks away then on star wars day may the fourth may the fourth be with you we're getting the highly anticipated spin-off of the clone wars the bad batch i know bad brandon's bad. brandon's fist pumping he's a clone wars guy um, how do you feel um, about
2: the bad batch oh i love it i i can't wait uh so uh, star wars that that's that's my thing. That's my da- that's my jam, uh, but just recently finished all the Clone Wars, and if you haven't seen all the animated series Clone Wars, you should. I mean, it fills in yes. so many storylines. It fills in so many. I mean, it expands character arcs. It's fantastic, and it's fantastically done too. Animated, all the above. It, it's it's really great. So, um, I really enjoyed it, and I think that the Bad Batch is just going to fill in that span of time where you know anakin you know falls to the dark side and just sees where he like progresses as dark vader i can't wait yes can't
0: wait. i agree i agree with all of that i think it's going to be awesome i i think the clone wars it's one of those things where i always worry that like people won't go watch the clone wars because it's animated and that's like a turnoff for some people who are just like in the traditional media but like it is canon and it is really important stuff and with them releasing the bad batch and then you've got Ahsoka in the Mandalorian. Yes. Like you know the tie-ins are going to be there through all of these different shows and spin-offs. So it's it's absolutely essential must-watch content for any Star Wars fan and I think it's really good. To your point, it's just it's really good stuff. Um, so it's exciting. I think the future of Star Wars is in TV. I just really do. I think yeah. that when you talk about the level of world-building that's needed um, you know people didn't love the Skywalker saga ending the sequels you know overall I think you know if you're asking my opinion I think each movie has I think the first two movies were fantastic as individual movies I think the third one was okay when you put them all together though I think it gets pretty messy and so what TV allows you to do is to spread things out cover the nitty-gritty you know, do things more long-form storytelling, which is what Star Wars lends itself to, because it's a big, giant universe with lots of different things. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, and they're
2: that. in good hands. You know, Dave yes. Filoni, I mean, he, that guy's a genius. You know, he it, is I, that's I what feel, you need. It's going to be in good hands. It's only going to get better. Absolutely,
0: I totally agree. I think they. I think turning the keys over to Dave Filoni earlier rather than later is the only mistake they you know have made but it's gonna be great him and you know john favreau manning the live action space like they're crushing it and we only have to wait until may 4th for the bad batch only till may 4th then six yeah. eleven, we get loki we get loki starring tom hiddleston starring owen wilson um that's gonna be something to see kirk how are you feeling about loki
1: Loki we Loki's been kind of hiding for a long time you know he's been off earth off whatever off realm off planet and to see Loki come into the realm again he was such a beloved character right off the bat. I'm super pumped. I have no idea where they're going with this. Is he going to go back to his heritage? Uh, did he destroy it all? I don't remember. So to see him just be this this uh, the sorcerer of mischief in this world is going to be super exciting and super popular. I think. Uh, I mean it it might it might beat out. I, I was a big fan of Wandavision, but this might be a contender uh, as they as they go neck and neck to fight each other out because. Whew, People love them some Tom Hiddleston and myself included. Well, I
0: mean, how can you not? How can you not? I mean, <laughs> it's, he's fantastic. By the way, the night manager, if you haven't watched the night manager, that's a must watch. Um, you can find that on, where, where can you find that Kirk? Is that prime video?
1: Um, I'm going to check my awesome app. Here's a free ad from just watch. Make sure you download that on every kind of, yes, uh, that is, brain, that is essential
0: brain. And you have just watch. I do not. Oh, oh man, you got to have it. So here's how it works. You get in there. It's a free app. You yes. add all your streaming services and then you can type in the names of shows and movies. It'll tell you what services of yours they're available on. It's That's
2: great. That's fantastic. Yes. I can't tell you how many times we're, you know, I'm looking for a show, and I mean, we all have the all the streaming services now, anyway. And <laughs> yeah. the, the hardest part is to find where, which show you want to watch on all of them. So, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a game changer. It is a game changer. It is. Hopping and then you're
1: happen and happen and happen. But this one, I can tell you from just watch, they told me it's on Prime right Prime. now. That's what Night I thought. Manager. That's
0: what I thought. The Night Manager. It's a good one. It's a mini. It's a mini series. It's a limited series. One, one and done. And it's got a very much like a James Bond vibe, starring Tom Hiddleston. It's really good, and Hugh Laurie, So. Yes. That's a good one. Um, House? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Loki, I'm excited because we know that this Loki is not the main timeline Loki, kind of, right? Like, he grabbed the... um Tesseract. The Tesseract and rolled out in Endgame. He was gone. So, he's opened up, like, a new reality because we know that um, they went back to get a different Tesseract, right? They went back, they like, Cap. And um, if I'm remembering correctly, Iron Man and Cap went back even farther to get the Tesseract from Anthony Stark. Right. And so then, um, or Howard Stark, sorry, not Anthony Stark, Howard Stark. So then this this Loki is really the first time that we've had somebody open up like a different universe within the Marvel Universe. I mean, there's a little bit of multiverse stuff going on, right? Like we had a Thanos from a different universe that was the actual antagonist in... people forget about that like the core the core thanos from um the first from infinity war got his head chopped off by thor and then we had a different thanos and we have a different gamora that's rolling around out there so like there is some multiverse stuff going on but this will be our first time like actually probably truly experiencing it so that's pretty exciting that's pretty exciting
1: absolutely
2: so that's uh june 11th do you, do you think he's gonna? It's gonna be like a time hop kind of deal, or is it gonna be reality? Because it looks like it might be the same reality, but just at a different time. Because it looks like okay. Oh, what is it? D- uh, DB DB Cooper. Yeah, yeah. DB Cooper mm-hmm. is that the, the guy who stole all the money and then jumped out the plane and then disappeared for yes. the rest of his life? I mean, it looks like there's so many like urban myths that he might be trying to fill in. With this mischievous Loki character.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that we know about Loki is he's a host unto himself. So if he ends up in a different reality and finds that one is better suited to him and he can, you know, bend his whims that way. And like the Loki that rolled out is a different Loki than the one that we know. Like he's he's missed out on a bunch of character development journeys. Like all it's of true. all of Thor Dark Lord. He, or Dark World, he didn't go through. He didn't go through Ragnarok. Like he didn't go through getting killed by Thanos. Like he is like that more more evil kind of Loki. So right. it's gonna be yeah. an interesting show. It's gonna be a must-watch. Yeah. Um And then the last one, this one's really fun because I love Monsters Inc. It's like one of my all time faves. And this is Monsters at Work, um, which is post monsters inc so the only other content in the monsters hmm. world we got was monsters university which was a prequel and this will be the first bit of content that we really get that's afterwards so this is when they're in the laugh they're collecting laughs now and so it'll be Sully kind of and mike having the roles flipped where mike's kind of like getting the laughs and Sully is his right hand man so how are you guys feeling about monsters at work
1: So excited. Uh, If I remember correctly, this happens one day after... we last saw our heroes.
2: No kidding. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: perfect for an episodic structure. That I mean, you're just literally you're going to work with them. You know, the the span of it could be the full day that, that it happens, or even more. So there's so many playful things they can do with this. I know my kids love Monsters Inc. and Monsters You. This is clearly the next step. uh I honestly feel like this would be a good de-stressor after a full week uh, of real work to go in and just watch this to really just be like, yeah, yeah, that does happen because you know they're gonna have some creative things of like you know characters at work that we all go through the people that we know and just to just to live that life with us so i am super pumped about this one now
0: this is
2: series isn't it it's a movie it's a series it's a series it's a series i
0: I wonder how they're going to handle the kids series because like with the with the adult series you know the mcu series that they've done and there's been one so small sample (laughs) size but it's been week to week releases and I wonder if they will do the same thing with the kids stuff. They probably don't have as much incentive to do it with the kids stuff because the kids aren't going to be spoiling each other on monsters at work. Like, I don't know. Um, But that'll be interesting to see. And I'm just like excited to see what kind of content Pixar can spin up in the TV world. So that's coming to us July 2nd. So all that stuff is really close in. I mean, we're talking like four months. We'll have all of it in four months. We'll have all of that. So that's, Really, um, really exciting. Really, really exciting stuff. Um, <clears throat> also, on the Disney side, we spent, a, and on the Marvel side more specifically, we spent a ton of time last episode speculating about the Spider Man 3 title. Um, and it was revealed. It was revealed to us this week. So, if you haven't heard, the title of Spider Man is Spider Man No Way Home way home reactions instant reactions when you heard the title kirk go
1: um i was mad that i didn't think of it that was my instant <laughs> instant reaction <laughs> because like you said how long we speculated
0: we on did it was... we, and we did not come up with that one we <laughs> named like 50 titles
1: ridiculous ridiculous yeah
2: brandon you know uh, it it struck me as okay well this is probably going to be setting in space Yes. Um, I'm not sure why, but it just seems like it probably will be. And it it seems like, you know, they all have their whole theme with, uh, you know, home. They encompass home in some kind of part of it. But I thought it was just so funny how, you know, they were tricking us. You know, days before with all these other yeah. titles, you know, you, you get on and they. I can't even remember any of the Home other slice, titles right now. That
0: one was awesome. Home
2: slice. record. had like the whiteboard with all the with yes. all the different names on it and drawing lines, different stuff. And uh, I actually watched a, a video of them breaking down like the different parts of the whiteboard. Oh, nice! Yeah, the different names and how like you know different characters actually like inside the spider verse wrote on the whiteboard you can tell different people's handwriting and how they would say you know well we've done this or we've done that or this doesn't make any sense so yeah i mean i my first i mean i, I love the spider-man so my first uh reaction was awesome the sooner the better so uh it might be in our space it might not be but yeah i i'm pumped i can't wait.
0: Yeah. It's exciting and it's, it's coming this year, guys, like it's, it's this year. So, you know, barring any, anything cataclysmic, um, we're gonna, we're gonna get it. So it's really exciting. I think, um, my reaction, let's talk about this. Is is it going to go in the multiverse? Are we, are we getting, are we getting the other Spider-Mans? Are we getting Andrew Garfield? Are we getting Toby? Kirk is Ah, emphatically, Kirk is emphatically nodding his head. Okay. Let's hear it. Kirk. Why why are you so confident in this?
1: So just a real quick thing. Uh, We have another kind of web series that we call Spilled Popcorn that we have spoiled WandaVision. So we try to not spoil things on this episode. We'll absolutely spoil Tom and Jerry. Um, And right now I'm going to dive into WandaVision just briefly, just a skosh. There is a scene in WandaVision. It's the Halloween episode where they cut to commercial, they cut back, there is a spider on the foreground, and right behind the <laughs> foreground, I've said this on the episode. I know,
0: you're all over
1: this. You're <laughs> Listen, all over this. There is a spider at the foreground. In the background, <laughs> as they pan left, there is one of those like dancing used car lot yeah, balloon one of things. These guys. And it look. <laughs> that's a better dance. Yeah. That's there, you guys got it. You guys got it. Were you guys in the in one division? Yeah, I don't know. That Were was you me. like in the balloon? That was me. Yeah. <laughs> but on it, you can clearly see Spider Man's eyes. Not just any random decorative eyes the on this eyes. red red balloon. It is Spider Man's eyes. Immediately following. A spider in the Halloween episode. It's absolutely coming. We will absolutely hit the multiverse. We will absolutely see all of these characters. I'm putting my mortgage on it. I will do
0: it. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let me say this, and, and we're going to talk about it in Spilled Popcorn. So if you, like Kirk said, we've got that other series, Spilled Popcorn, new episode dropping of that on Monday with our reaction to the WandaVision finale. So don't miss that. And I'm not going to spoil anything WandaVision right here. I'm just going to ask a simple question to both of you because I know you both are caught up. Are you more or less confident in the appearance of a multiverse um, involving the spider man mind you, following the WandaVision finale or or no change? Are you in the same spot? I'm... Uh, I would say no change.
1: Uh, I have some justifications for the, epi- for the episode finale of WandaVision. Okay. Uh, so n- no change for me.
2: I'm going to have to grow, uh, agree with Kurt. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I, f- I feel like it, it didn't really... I didn't really think about Spider-Man whenever I was watching the finale. You know, sure. I didn't really put any pieces together. I just was enjoying WandaVision for what it was. I didn't really think about Spider-Man.
0: I'm going to go less. I'm going to go I'm less confident in the Spider-Man appearing. I don't know. I don't know. And we'll talk about it on Spilled Popcorn. So there, there's my annoying tease. I'll just leave that <laughs> juicy tease, and you guys can catch us on Monday on Spilled Popcorn. But I am I am slightly less confident that we're getting a Spider-Verse in the MCU. I don't know, man. It's just they're messing with my brain with all this stuff. You got Deadline – like who was it? Deadliner Variety confirming that, you know – Andrew Garfield was like in discussions, you got yep. all you got all these other vill- villains, I don't know, I don't know, it's it's all too much right now, And I want it so badly that it's like my emotions are getting in the way, so. <laughs> it seems like that might
2: be better fitted to the animated Spider-Verse, you know? Yeah, that's the, true. The, the uh, Morales Spider-Verse. Into you know the they,
0: Spider-Verse
2: is just yeah. the best, it's the best. I love it. It's so good. So good.
0: Um, okay last disney news this is weird unless you love pinocchio in which case this is awesome i don't know it it depends on what kind of person you are but we got pinocchio casting this is the robert zemeckis live action pinocchio not to be confused with the what's the other one kirk um no
1: completely to be confused with it's so confusing
0: (laughs) it's uh it's robert um, downey
1: jr robert
0: downey jr as geppetto don't know the studio I don't know the studio either, but it's uh, Guillermo del Toro, and I think yes. they're both coming out next year or something. I don't know. Hold on,
2: we're getting two Pinocchio, yes, movies we're getting two Pinocchio movies,
0: TV. and one is Disney, and based off it's based on the Disney, um, it's based off the Disney adaptation, and the other one is Guillermo del Toro, which like God help us, I mean, what <laughs> what even will that be? <laughs> I can tell you one thing: it's going to be highly disturbing, uh, but also you won't be able to take your eyes off of it. That's the other thing.
1: So, I mean, we're going to spend three hours just on the donkey's portion of Pinocchio. And Guillermo's <laughs> just version. on the,
0: just on the pleasure Island. That's actually the whole movie. It's the whole yes. movie. Uh, they don't even, they don't even do the beginning part with the fairy. They're just like, let's just go straight to the donkey. Let's, let's go.
1: Let's haunt your dreams. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway, back to the Disney remake version. Cause I know we all love the Disney live actions. It's, and I'm saying that ironically, um, we Already knew Geppetto was Tom Hanks, which, like, duh. <laughs> like, if they're it, like nowadays, it's just like there needs to be an endearing oldish guy, okay? Tom Hanks, that's who it's going to be. Um, Pinocchio is Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, he's newer on the scene. Um, obviously, he's young, and then the blue fairy, Cynthia Arrivo, who I am in love with. I love Cynthia Arrivo, <laughs> everything she does is magic. She is like a walking egot, she was in. Um, the outsider, for those of you guys who watched that HBO, Stephen King series, um, did she, did she win an Oscar for that song that she sang or no? Maybe. I can't remember. She's like, she's going to win an EGOT if she hasn't already. It's she's, she's really close. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Jiminy Cricket, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket. Really? Yeah. Which I like, like I love him too. It's a weird casting. I know. I mean, I know he's an animated cricket, so like anything is a weird <laughs> casting for that, but I'm still like kind of taken aback by that one. And then Honest John is Keegan Michael Key, who Disney just loves. They'll put him in, in everything as they should. He's fantastic. Any thoughts on Pinocchio, guys?
2: Meh. <laughs> I'm yeah. not excited for it. I mean, I, when is Disney going to learn that, you know, we're not asking for these live action remakes? Here's the thing, though, and I, I wholeheartedly agree. I
0: There have been two Disney live action remakes that I've actually enjoyed, and they were two that I wouldn't have expected Jungle Book and Peach Dragon, actually. Peach Dragon, I thought, was mm. good with Bryce Dallas Howard. It's a totally different movie because the original Peach Dragon is garbage so that's probably why it was good um but didn't like aladdin really didn't like lion king really at all beauty and the beast was like okay but like why also i mean all of them are they're all just like okay but also why so but they make a billion dollars in the box office like clockwork lion king billion dollars aladdin billion dollars like we have to get people to stop seeing these movies, guys. <laughs> like we have to, it needs to be our life's mission. We need to dedicate the rest of our lives to this goal. What do they call
1: it? Uh, uh, what, uh, like a, the opposite campaign, uh, a slam campaign. What is yeah, it called?
0: A uh, smear campaign.
1: Uh, a smear campaign. We're going to start smear campaign. We need to be like those actions.
0: guys who get the big inflatable pig outside of the non-union projects. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Or like the big cockroach. That's the what rat, we, the
1: cockroach. The, the rat, pig. the rat. That's what it is, yep. the rat.
0: We need that. Oh, yeah. And we have a comment, Dumbo. We forgot Dumbo. Which
1: oh, Tim, thank you, Tim
0: Burton Dumbo, guys. No, that was not. That's not okay. No, and, and there's there's more of these coming. We got the Little Mermaid coming. We've got, um, you know, they've talked about Hercules. I don't know if that's confirmed yet. I could so, be on
2: for that one. Yeah, they, like they could they could
0: do something there.
2: They could actually do something with it. Love love the cartoon version of Hercules yes. soundtrack I, and all. That, I think,
0: and maybe maybe Hercules isn't the best use case, but, like, what I said earlier, Peach Dragon. Terrible original movie. Make a new one. Better. That's, that's what remakes are for. Like, you don't remake The Lion King. The Lion King is, an, uh, is objectively an animated masterpiece that everyone loves. Beauty and the Beast, same boat. Um, Aladdin is kind of in that boat, too. So, like, what do you have to gain artistically from remaking it live action? Nothing. You've got nothing to gain, in my opinion
2: yeah artistically but billion a billion dollars a billion dollars yeah you, yeah i'll take a billion dollars i think that's a good point
1: but um, can they guarantee a billion dollars in the near future
2: no man
0: yeah. though i'll tell you they just got 30 dollars for me for Ryan and the last dragon <laughs> they did they got 30 dollars, and like i it's it's good so far so i mean i'm not going to be mad if it's good
2: so um, is that is that subscription does it stay at, since you like bought yeah. it? Do you keep it? Cause I know it might, you know, a lot of times you buy it and you only get like two days for it. Yeah. You so, get to keep it. You get okay. to keep,
0: it stays in your Disney plus, And I think any, I think any user profile on your Disney plus can use it. If, if not, that's the dumbest thing ever. I'm just assuming. It um, is
1: depending on the rating that Disney has put on it. <laughs> oh, right. Cause if argument. it's like a
0: kid's, if it's a kid's profile, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, um, uh, gotcha,
2: gotcha. so, so you get
0: it, but here's the thing though, when they did it with Mulan, which that was a waste of money. Uh, <laughs> uh, they put it on Disney plus like what Kirk a month and a half later for everybody 40 45 yeah. to 60 days yeah, yeah they did. so I mean it's like you pay $30 you get it for I mean what are you gonna do watch it like 10 times I guess if you have little kids um, who are into it then maybe but you don't get you don't get $30 worth of value out of it I don't no, think no, no, no. it's it's for people like us who do movie podcast <laughs> do movie podcasts and have to talk about the movies so um, okay Moving along. What do we got next? Oh, The Gray Man. Have you guys heard of The Gray Man? you heard about this?
1: Briefly, but I don't know enough.
0: Yeah. Okay, well here, let me just no, tease you. It won't take long for me to get you on the hook for this movie. Okay. The Russo, the Russo brothers are directing it. Like here, it? Here's your top three in, this, in the cast. Chris Evans, Anna Diarmis, Ryan Gosling. And it's in a spy thriller, espionage, like spy versus spy type of thing
2: so I mean love it love it
0: that's got to be good right
2: well but it is on Netflix
1: we'll see let me be the naysayer that is the ingredients of a perfect soup right there those those three are some of my favorites uh however the Russo brothers while incredible in the Marvel Cinematic Universe have not proven themselves well outside of it good point I'm worried I'm a little worried about it because
0: extraction was okay but it wasn't it was like it was okay
1: yep 21 bridges bridges was not good tanked yeah i i want it to be good because those three should be able to create some incredible chemistry uh they're all they're all very magnetic in their own individual ways yeah so let's i'm always hopeful i always say it unless it's tom and jerry but this i'm really excited about um but i'm cautiously cautious going into it
0: i'll be optimistic about it I mean, I know that Netflix is like, they're big on the eye candy projects, you know, like things that look really good, but have no real meat to them a lot of times, especially in the action genre. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, but I, I, they have done enough to pique my interest, but basically they've added some more people to the cast, including Billy Bob Thornton, Alfred Woodard, and this guy from Bridgerton, the, the hot new thing on the town, um, uh, reads John Page. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um,
1: I always forget. He was just on SNL and I, he said his name like a 100 times. He <laughs> was really funny. Did he? Uh, oh man, yeah, I missed it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he was really funny. Uh at least in his monologue it was really, it was a good time. Uh so yeah, it's that cast it good ingredients. We should. Do we have see.
2: a Do we have a premise to that yet? No, other do than you know it's like a, it? other
0: than it's like spy thriller. That's ah, all that's okay. like all I know. But That's fair. It's based on a book actually. Um so maybe we should we should do like I think it's based on a book, and maybe even like a series of books, actually. Um, hold on. This is bad radio, but let's <laughs> – yeah, there's a bunch of them. Mark, Mark Greeney is the, is the author. Okay. So, yeah, The Gray Man is the first, but there's a whole slew of them. So this could be a franchise. It could is,
1: be a full franchise. Which,
0: which is smart. The, Those yeah. are the magic words to uh, Netflix. They're like, what'd yes. you say? Franchise? <laughs> You've piqued my attention. And the Russo
1: brothers are like, yeah, we'll do like six of them. Let's go. Let's go. That'd yeah, I,
0: I read I read an article about the Russo brothers where the author I thought perfectly said like they've they've cashed in their carte blanche. <laughs> you know, like they they did they did all the great Marvel movies, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Endgame, all of which were fantastic. And now people are ready to be like, here are the keys to the kingdom, and they're just like We'll do whatever we want. Um, so good yeah. for them. They, they've earned it. And let's hope it'll be good. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. Okay, a couple more news stories. Well, actually just one. And it's huge. And it's, it's Superman. It's Superman. And here is the scoop on this. Because I was floored. Yeah, get it, Kirk. There it is. Kirk's a big Superman guy. That's probably one of the things we disagree most on is love <laughs> for Superman. I am... I am hashtag anti-Superman, but it's okay. <laughs> I just, I don't want to get into it, but we'll, we'll have to talk about it at some point.
2: <laughs> I'll have to have this conversation. <laughs> okay. I'm but here, Park here
0: are some things to get you guys you. interested in this movie. JJ J. Abrams producing it. Does that do anything for you guys? JJ J. Abrams? Every time. Yes. Yeah. Producing, say, yeah. producing, not directing though. It's like, eh, you know, he's produced a lot of stuff. Some of it's good. A lot of it's bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then there's Ta-Nehisi Coates writing. For, for anyone who reads some comic books, there's been some good um, Ta-Nehisi Coates comic books. Wrote on Black Panther for a while. Really good run there. Um, Henry Cavill, not expected to return. And that is why we have a rendering of Michael B. Jordan. Let me, let me remind you guys of something in, for, for just a second. In 2019, Variety reported Was it Variety? Was it Deadline? I want to get that right. Sorry, I'm annoying with that stuff. Um, It was Variety. Yeah, Variety reported that Michael B. Jordan pitched a Superman movie to DC. Like, pitched it to Warner, and then they were, like, ready to go on it, and there were scheduling conflicts.
2: He does it all. He writes, he directs. Yeah,
0: he's the guy. He's the guy. Um, So are we getting... Are, well, first of all, ta Coates writing, he's an African-American writer. Are we getting African-American Superman? Is it happening? Are we getting Black Superman?
1: And is it Michael B. Jordan? I mean, who else would it be? Michael B. Jordan is not going to let that go to anyone else. You know, if he went to all the trouble, I believe the story is true. I believe the source. I mean, I don't know them personally, but I believe that it's real. <laughs> <laughs> that That this is happening because... I mean, what else is his next step? You know, he tried he tried out Marvel uh, yep. in the Fantastic Four, and then he was amazing as Killmonger. Killmonger. You know, there is a chance he might come back uh, with the multiverse opening up. There is a good chance he could come yes. back. Oh, there's Black Panther. Oh, that's Killmonger yep, right there. there he is. So th- I, I just think that it's only fair for him to go over to DC's side and make things right. Let's, let's let us all of the Marvel team, but we also need the writers, okay? It's not just the actors. We, we got big actors already in DC's camp over in the cinematic world, but let's get them all over there to fix everything. And Michael B. Jordan going over there, would be a big win, big win. And uh, just hearing him say, the son becomes the father, and the father, Ooh, the son. That's good. Will melt my heart. I love it. <laughs>
0: here's <laughs> here's a sold. question for you, not though. Not like... Are we ready to cut Henry Cavill loose? Count. No, no, no. Brandon says no. Kirk,
1: no. I think Henry Cavill is ready to cut loose. I would keep him. Uh, I don't think he's going to stick or stick around though. Unfortunately, yeah.
2: I think he's more more out the door than they want him to be. But yeah. I mean, for me, I have mixed feelings about it. I, I think he, I think the classic Superman. Sh- I, maybe they can do a uh, multiverse kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, they can. They can do whatever. Girl. It's comic books, right? You know, Superman cousin. You know, they have Superman boy. They have like Supergirl. You know, yep. how about? You no, know, my african-american cousin that's a yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right i mean i think it's cool like
0: like we've gotten we've gotten a black superman in the comics i think it i think it'd be good ta-nehisi coast is an incredible writer so i'm confident that whatever screenplay they come together with if warner stays out of it which they're notoriously like well it depends on who you're talking to but if you're talking to Zack snyder he says they're all over you but it's possible that they get a good written movie which would be that's half the battle um yeah, I I agree with you Brandon. Let's do standalone. Let's do multiverse. Let's do something that's different. Let's I want it protected, you know? Like if it's going to be good, I want it protected kind of like this Matt Reeves Batman thing where it's like it's its own thing but like for now, right? We all know that like if it takes off and they there's money to be made by tying it in to the rest of their plot to the rest of their whatever. You I don't even know if you can call it DC extended universe anymore like if there is money to be made with that, they'll do it. But they're they're starting it off by saying it's its own thing. I think they should do the same thing with the Superman movie. Let's see how it goes. If it's good, great. Let it let it do its thing. If it's bad, then you haven't invested a whole mm-hmm. extended universe in it, which is the mistake that DC has made like 10 times by now. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. I'm I'm excited about it. Henry Cavill, man. I it's tough. It's tough with Henry Cavill. Like, I just don't feel like he ever got a fair shake. I actually think the, the best movie that they made with him was man of steel. And, um, yeah, Zack Snyder wanted to do some really interesting things there. I disagreed with his approach on some of that stuff, but I still think the movie had, had character and heart and they were going for something and it was like intentional. And I respected that because it's so different from what DC is doing now. So, um, you know, Batman versus Superman was awful, and what yes. they did to him in Justice League was really bad. So yes. maybe, yes, maybe, maybe this is the Henry Cavill Redemption Tour too with the Snyder Cut. I don't know, but yeah, I agree. I think he's gone. I think he's gone.
2: Like, are you guys anything like me where. It's like you never see any of these superheroes at their full, pot- like potential capacity. You know, yes. it's like you know, Superman has never really been off the chart Superman, just like fighting everybody, like going crazy. And I think you can have a little bit more artistic freedom whenever you do kind of part ways from the classic Superman trope. You know, keep yeah. him Henry Cavill, but you know, you can. You He's can, not Clark Kent. Yeah, I think right. that's. I think that's that's exactly, exactly
0: right. I think, and, and that's. Most of the problems I have with Superman have to do with Clark Kent, so.
1: Right, I was, you know, one of the most controversial things of Man of Steel is that he snaps Zod's neck at the end of that film. right but i was a big fan of that moment i was a big fan i was kind of creepy in the movie theater i was like do it do it <laughs> get him <laughs> i mean it was perfect because well, it and gives the did. character
0: depth right i mean it gives yes. him depth which is what superman lacks it's what it's my critique of superman as a character it's everybody's it's the easy critique of the character
1: mm-hmm. yes and i thought that was perfect to to give him more dimension to make him more real to make him not perfect. And everyone was mad about it. I'm like, why are you mad? This is so good. Let's keep rolling. And then if, then we got Batman versus Superman and then Justice League and garbage yes. is what we got. So maybe they'll take him back to the drawing board. He's probably won't. out. It breaks my heart. Um, but I'm also down for a Michael B. Jordan multiverse with Henry Cavill.
0: So let's yeah, go we can you. only hope. We can only hope. All right. That's it for what's popping. Let's pop it up one last time.
2: All right. Movie review time. time those last two. <laughs> <laughs> Try to
0: time them. Yeah. Um, movie review time. We're reviewing Tom and Jerry. We're reviewing Tom and Jerry. It's available. If you guys are HBO Max subscribers, you can watch this. Unlike with Disney's Premier Access, you can watch this with no additional cost. So if you're a subscriber, you have it. And you have it for another 20-something days because they do this thing where they release it in theaters, they release it on HBO Max the same day, but then they only keep it on HBO Max for a month. And they pull it down. So um, you got some time to watch it, and you can do so. I am synopsing this time, which is not a word, but we use it on this show. <laughs> <We do. laughs> just in case you're wondering, Brandon. <laughs> I just say synopsing. It's like not a real word, but so, hey, in, in our universe sharing.com. it is. Okay, so um, Tom and Jerry. So what we get in this movie Uh, just to kind of set the stage for you is like one of these movies, kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog where you've got, or like Roger Rabbit, where you've got like real life mixed with the super cartoony, like very much looks like old school Tom and Jerry kind of animation. And it's, it's hard to tell if like Tom and Jerry were like knew each other beforehand, but they have a, they have a meeting and then they end up at each other's throats as always. But there's, there's this other plot where you've got this girl Kayla who has just been let go from a job or didn't get a job or something like that. And she's trying to make ends meet in New York city. She's got big ambitions and, um, you know, she ends up stealing someone's resume and getting a job at this really fancy hotel, the Royal gate. And she's put in charge of, you know, doing some pretty high level stuff because she stole somebody's resume. And, um, All of a sudden, Tom and Jerry are at the hotel, and they're causing antics, and now she's got to work with Tom to get Jerry out of the hotel. It's a whole thing. So that's basically the synopsis of the movie. The movie is an hour and 40-something minutes long, so if you have kids and you're looking for something that's short enough to keep their attention, this is well within that range, but let's dive into our review. And here's... We don't do this often. I'm going to go off script, okay? I'm going to go off script. Usually, for those of you who are new to the show, we do a really structured review where we do, here's the best actor in the movie, here was the scene stealer, showstopper, what we would, you know, our notes, director's shoes, like what we would change if we were in the director's chair, and then we give a score. But I have to ask, Kirk, I have to mm-hmm. ask you. Yeah. Are we taking this movie? Is your score Is your score low?
1: I would say... Uh, yes, it is unfortunately low. All
0: yes. right, and Brandon's getting in on scoring for the first time, so we'll we'll be excited to hear Brandon. But I will just tell you this, because we, we haven't really shared notes, but I do not have a <laughs> best actor or a scene stealer or really a showstopper, and I have some pretty harsh opinions on this movie. So I think we might want to go a little different with our review structure and just, uh, yeah, just kind of like free talk it. Can I can I just get some stuff off my chest? Is basically what I'm asking. We're
1: happy. We're happy to he- have you do this. Uh, we're here for you. Um, this is a safe space. Go ahead. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Take your time.
0: Here's Take the thing. I'll start, and if you guys have thoughts, you're welcome to build off it. We'll just kind of chat it. Okay. I have some big problems with this movie, really from beat one. First mm-hmm. of all, I hate that it's the Roger Rabbit like thing. I hate that. I hate mm-hmm. that it's. I hate that it's like cartoon in the real world i thought it looked bad in sonic i think it always looks bad i just don't know that there's a super good way to do it in fact maybe roger rabbit is the best example of them like doing it pretty well i don't know it just it doesn't work and as soon as they introduced chloe grace moretz who plays kayla in this movie and they started her whole storyline i was like (laughs) i'm out because it just like Tom and Jerry is a very simple concept. You guys watch the show, right? Like mm-hmm. back in the day. We oh, yeah. put it on boomerang when you're, you know, growing up. Like that was the thing. And it's very simple. It's cat versus mouse. It's mm-hmm. old school cartoon antics, like dropping stuff on each other's heads, like catching people on fire, et cetera. So as soon as you add in this like real world core plot that doesn't really have doesn't even really have much to do with Tom and Jerry, you've lost me completely. I feel like The concept itself was flawed, and it was trying to dig itself out of that the whole time. Because, in my opinion, what you should do with this movie is you just make it all cartoon, and you make it like very much Tom and Jerry. You started off with them in their normal antics in their house – you know, not in like some weird foreign environment to them. And then as the movie goes along, they have to maybe like team up on something. A larger plot emerges, but it's all like very much within the same schematic of Tom and Jerry, and it doesn't feel like you've plopped them into this totally different environment to a story that has nothing to do with them really. And you try to make that work. And then you you take that. So we already got a flawed concept by my. Yes. Well, that's my opinion. And then you throw in really bad acting. <laughs> I, I thought Chloe Grace Moretz is really bad. I thought Rob Delaney was overacting, which is what he does. He plays like one type of character, and that's really it. I thought whatever they were doing with Michael Pena was bizarre. like Weird. Really weird. Colin Jost was awful, awful, <laughs> awful, 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 awful. And I was just like, please let this movie be over. And that was like... 30 minutes in so that's where i'm at just letting you know
1: yeah uh i had i had similar feelings i felt like i was duped at the beginning of this film because you open up with that beautiful 4k uh of the river uh i don't know what river it is i don't i'm bad at geography were they in new york i'm assuming yeah new york and and they're coming across that water and it is crisp and it is clean it did look good you have the birds flying in. I'm like, this is cool. I'm, I'm rocking. It's like, this is kind of silly. It's a kid's movie. Let's go. Let's go. You get some slapstick right away from Tom and Jerry. Okay. Okay. So then you're like, hold on. Wait. Like when Tom and Jerry finally officially meet like in the woods and Tom, the cat is doing like this weird very non-pc like pretending to be blind and playing a piano for money yeah. <laughs> it's weird but then you discover that this is not a continuation of their relationship of their uh just their coincidental um home that they lived in together no this is a full-on reboot yeah. of tom and jerry's relationship
0: yeah they have no prior knowledge of each other right none none
1: none and that is what made it so playful you know they're I mean they're killing each other over and over again
0: (laughs) yeah they're hitting each other with hammers I mean they're setting each each other on fire there needs to be some rapport there right (laughs) yes they they gotta understand
1: like I mean I hate you but I'm not gonna kill you no there's no lines uh, for for them that's what's so great about their relationship in the the show you just know Uh, obviously we know in the movie they're not gonna just like decapitate in this kid's movie although maybe that would have been a better ending I don't know we'll see but the slapstick is on point Uh, the reboot is confusing and and to what you said Cam the whole storyline of the hotel this was 100% two movies that they grabbed and just shoved together Um, I think we need to have like a it's like a twofer Uh, there needs to be some sort of horrible nickname that we give it that I think we should come up with Um, yeah Well, that'll come later
0: and here's my question so you watch this movie one time I know you guys I think Kirk, you've watched it multiple times. Brandon, did you watch it multiple times?
2: I watched it once.
0: Once. Once. What, are, like, if, you, if somebody mentions this, the name of this movie, what's the first thing you think of? Do you think of the the cat and the mouse or do you think of Chloe Grace Moretz?
2: Chloe. Chloe, definitely. For sure, it, right? It didn't feel like a Tom and Jerry movie. It it's was not. Like a Chloe Grace Moretz movie with uh, sprinkled in Tom and Jerry. It yeah. seemed like it was completely, you know, two different, like, premises that we're trying to force together to to make it you know I, I think a lot of these times they they play on a brand like a play yes. on the tom and jerry brand that doesn't really work and for this it didn't really work you know like they the setting of typical tom and jerry is in an old farmhouse like on a farm where they or they interact with other animals who can all who can talk by the way but tom and jerry never Seem to talk in this whole movie, they didn't really talk. Uh, Tom can sing, though, he can sing and write his name and everything. Yes. <laughs> he can't. he can't talk. It's like, I don't know. yeah, I don't know. dude. What it's, was with the I'm singing? Dead. And
0: the singing was auto tuned. What was that? <laughs> it
1: was a messed up scene that's what that was i was mad at that
2: part Did anybody else feel kind of sorry for jerry or tom though because i felt yes. like jerry was a little bit of a jerk he broke his piano raft right bat. all tom was trying to do was get a little bit of side money playing piano maybe he was tricking people with the whole blind cat playing a piano but a normal cat playing a piano is still pretty impressive so i don't know i it, i struggle with it
0: Yes, all of that. All of yes.
1: that. <laughs> um, I mean I've got some uh, some things that I like to call a segment called why. Uh yes. where I just, just go just, a little crazy on why Joy the Bell girl. Why? Why was she a thing? Why did she appear? And let me re- let me rewind here. So my oh, kids Joy the this Bell movie. Oh, it
0: took me a while to figure out who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking
2: about now. Oh my gosh. That was the girl who's just... actor. That was my standout. That was the best part of the movie. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my goodness.
1: Yes, 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 yeah. really short. So, I actually watched so I've watched this movie several times. I actually watched it backwards. I came home, uh, the kids had already started the movie and the first thing I see was like the third or fourth instance of Joy the bell girl surprising them. I was like, okay, that's the gimmick, fun. And then you watch it and there's like six times where she does that. You broke <laughs> the rule. It's three. The rule of comedy is three get yes. together Tim Story, I think is the director. Tim Why? Story, yeah. Why? Why Colin Jost? Why? why did they choose him what was the reason he doesn't have any kids to like please in his house him and ScarJo are getting married or are already married why he should have just been the joke writer on the back half of this thing and made this thing funnier why why i don't understand i don't understand
0: either i I mean i can keep going
1: here for for hours however i will say i did love michael pena um much you know and that's a little opposite of you guys but i Stinking loved him. He saved so many failed jokes uh, that just made made my heart uh, my my heart warm. Um, Colin Jost has a random prison joke. Why? No no kid knows about prison. Uh, why does the fictional wedding of these NYC socialites have to do with the full storyline of Tom and Jerry? Why was this project greenlit after years of shelving? I think it was originally um, conceptualized in two thousand eight. Uh, why did we see that big dog go to the bathroom in the street? Completely unnecessary. I hate bathroom humor. I'm yeah. done with it. I'm done with it. I mean,
0: I don't hate bathroom humor. I'll tell you what I irrationally hated though. When they went in the kitchen, which we've got a comment actually, uh, from somebody who's watching about Kim Jung. Yes. He's in the movie for like no time at all. And the trailer, like, like, like our, our, you know, viewers said, uh, Fox picks our media is the, um, the username there, by the way, they, they, are saying he looks like the villain in the trailer which is true he's in the movie for like 10 seconds of total yeah. screen time I mean it's like so short what in the world but anyway going back to that the steaks in the kitchen were animated because yes. they have to be like everything that's an animal is animated that's like the universe they're trying to set up here they're trying to like these are the rules of the world and, and therefore steak must also be cartoon that just really bothered me I don't know why like yeah. it made me I was seething I don't know why <laughs> I was getting so mad yeah. about it <laughs>
2: Yeah, the trying to find out, trying to figure out what was real and what was, I mean, obviously it was animated was real, but the whole physics of everything, you know, like, I mean, they were still kind of jumping and moving and like, I mean, doing all this outrageous stuff. But (laughs) when it comes to the regular people who, you know, the human beings, you know, they're limited to like the physics of being a human. So like, it's weird whenever you put these animated characters yes. into like human movies and their physics are completely different, separate from regular humans. So I don't know. It, it, it never works. Like you said, Cam, it, it just, it just seems, comes off a little bit weird.
0: Yeah. And also, um, Fox Pixar media in the comments, wants us to know the wag logo, Warner Warner animation group. They have a new logo. Did you, guys, ah. did you guys notice that? Yeah, it looks I'd like so- it looks like the new shield, and the, this person has <laughs> dropped like a thousand comments about it. They're a big fans, so shout out to the new WAG shield. Um, Why did I did not know that. Is it on? Is yep. it on? Is it on this picture?
1: No, it's not. Uh, not on that one. I'll see we if we gotta I can find pull it. it. We gotta find. If it. I can pull it up here, um, one, one other, one last thing while I'm looking for it here, the the another you know just total takeaway. I'm sorry, throwaway character, the bartender friend like every moment you saw him he's like are they gonna kiss like are they gonna be like yeah and then
0: then that was like a relationship at the end basically
1: yeah there was never like so if he was just supposed to be a friend and provide guidance and support there was never any kind of groundbreaking philosophical like left hook that he gave he was just like
0: he was just there he (laughs) might have been the best actor in the movie though if we're being honest
1: oh i I disagree (laughs)
0: I I don't know I feel like it's close I don't know what Michael Pena was doing I feel like Michael Pena has gotten To the point in his career Where he doesn't have to play A stereotypical Like Hispanic villain Anymore right Can't we say that I mean he's He's a good actor he's been in great movies He's fantastic in Ant-Man And he's playing this like Totally Yeah end of watch fantastic in that He's been in tons of good movies and here he is playing this totally antiquated stereotype. I'm just like,
2: why, dude? Like, how big was the paycheck? I don't understand why he did this. <laughs> it seemed like they didn't completely flesh out the character. No, you know, they didn't. They were, it seemed like his even his accent or what lack thereof was really strange. And it kind of came and went. And I don't know, his whole character was just kind of offbeat. I mean, yeah. I'll
1: say that when he when he joins the the movie at the top, and he says when she says something about is that the uh, uh, aquatics director, and he points at it, he says that's Goldie.
0: That's not an is. aquatic
1: director. That's a fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: killed me. What was going on? Me. Yeah. So here's the new wag wag shield for you guys. Looks good. Looks it's it's the same as the Warner. It's the Warner Brothers shield. Only it's red instead of blue. So there you go. Yeah. Um, okay. It's looking good. So in case you guys didn't catch that, there it is. Um, I mean, I will say like the one thing, there was one scene in this movie where I was like, okay, I'm digging this. And it was the scene in the hotel room where Tom had gotten all settled in, or Jerry, I guess. Jerry had gotten all settled in in the the hotel and Tom comes to the window and he's like, you, I'm gonna (laughs) end you. And they like duke it out. I was like, this is better. Like it was kind of cool because it was like, It was the one example of, like, okay, we've got real-world textures interacting with them, but it's, like, kind of working, okay? Like, it's kind of working. Like, there's feathers from the pillow. There's, you know, glass. Like, he cuts a hole in the glass with this. Like, it looked okay. And I was like, why not just, I think an hour and a half of just this with no dialogue whatsoever would be better than this movie. I really do. I really truly believe that.
1: How often in this original series? I can't remember, but how often in the original series were they outside of the home? Was it frequent or? Were yeah, mostly... I would say once per episode. Okay, gotcha. So hearing you say that, you're exactly right. That was the most entertaining part. It was the most exciting part. It made the most sense, right? So if we if we could go back in time and talk to uh, Warner Brothers Studios, if we could, or, or sorry, Warner Anim- Animation Group, yes, if we could go back and say, hey, listen, what if? What if the, this is the very first time they break out of the house and they're discovering this new world and they're discovering how, you know, they're getting lost in a city and they're, they're found objects is how they're hitting each other upside the head and yeah. whatnot? That would be
0: so much. It would make, make yeah, so much yeah, more it sense. would. It would. And they, yeah, and they oh, don't yeah. even really have to have much plot for
2: it to work. They really don't. Because the they other really show. Shouldn't. They really should have started in the house and, you know, maybe had a cut of the lady's legs. You know how they showed humans yes. in the cartoon? It was always, like, from the waist down, you know? Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And she, I remember the early episode, she had, like, a broom and she would hit She would hit Tom, and his name was Jasper, actually, originally. She would be going, like, Jasper, and smack him with the broom. <laughs> like, yes, some, Brandon, you're 100% right. Like, something to ground us, something to be like, here's Tom and Jerry. You remember them, you know them, you love them this is them and then we're going to expand their boundaries when like maybe when they open the door, it's real textures, but inside the home, like that God. would have been, well, that would have been cool. That would have been yeah. cool. And and they didn't. And I just think they tried to do too much, which is the mistake that I will say that most, most films that are bad are not bad because they tried to do, they didn't do enough. It's always like, they're almost always bad because they tried to do too much. And this is like a classic case of that. And Here's, here's my last gripe about this movie, and then I'll stop. We have no reason to care about Kayla. There are no stakes. She doesn't have, you know, she's not going to lose her apartment. I mean, we don't really hear about that. Like, she has to pay, we don't hear about, like, oh, I've got a sick, ma- I, ma- I don't know, that's lazy writing, too, but, like, there are no stakes. Why do we care if, la- if Kayla gets a job or not? We don't care. We don't even know who she is. We have no... We don't like her. We don't know her. We don't know anything about her. So like in the end when it's like, oh man, I wonder how Kayla's going to get out of it. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's true. No, you're absolutely right. Because if we're trying to find a moral compass to this movie, cause it's a kid's movie, right? Uh, she's a liar. She's yes. a hustler. She uh, is conniving and she still gets everything she wants. She at does. The end. She wins. Yeah. She gets the job too. She gets the yeah. job. She does. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, should we score this thing? Let's do it. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. Here, <laughs> I'll give my final thoughts. I hate tanking kids' movies. It's my least favorite thing in the world. I hate it. And because the reason is this, isn't, this movie is not made for me at all. But there's always a but. <laughs> and it is you can make good kids' movies. You can do it. It, people do it all the time, and they make really good ones that are funny and slapsticky. Like Warner Animation Group, hello, the Lego Movie. You guys are awesome at this. Like, make a good kids movie that teaches good lessons, like you said, Kirk, and like is a cohesive story. That's it. You can't just phone it in because it's a kids movie. So, I'm not giving them the pass just because it's a kids movie. I could, and maybe I should. I don't know, but. I'm giving it a 1.1 1. 1 out of 10. It's the lowest score I've ever given on this podcast in 62 episodes.
1: Wow, man. I mean, wow. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> I'm, sorry.
0: I'm sorry, but it just had to be done. It had to be done.
1: We watched a real clunker, which uh, previously held the score for the lowest, uh, held the record for the lowest score that we have ever given, uh, came out in 2019 or early 2020 called The Kitchen. Uh, Cam gave it a 1.7, I gave it a 2 (laughs) when that movie came out. Oh, man,
0: I would have sworn that I gave Trolls World Tour a lower score, but I think you're right. Oh, maybe. No, no, I didn't. I don't think I did.
1: I, I think kitchens. the kitchen still stands uh, stands the test of time. But Man. until now, uh, Tom and Jerry has usurped the lowest score from Cam. <laughs> <Kim. laughs>
0: Well-deserved, too. Awesome,
1: awesome. This movie, all of the reasons that I said uh, about why this is terrible, uh, I have to give it uh, one more that I didn't discuss. They talk about some pretty intense um, uh, social issues, relationships that are... Mm on a very mature level like uh between between Ben and Prida you know she says that, that well he just i told him that I don't want it and he keeps giving he keeps giving more like that's a very complex <laughs> emotional <laughs> emotionally layered uh, thing that does not happen and, and kids couldn't care less about it. Um, so there's a couple of moments like that where where they're st- she's stressed, Kayla's stressed about her job and where she's going to live and kids don't know that feeling and can't relate to that in any way, shape or form. So on an emotional level, it's completely uh, offbeat here. Uh, I will say I did love Rob Delaney and I did love Michael Pena. <laughs> Much to your guys' chagrin. I thought they were the only redeeming quality and my kids for some reason they love this movie my go. son he acts out Tom and Jerry at the same time
0: yeah what's <laughs> so, I mean what's not to love about those two characters they're great
1: yes and when my son listens to this podcast in a few years he's oh, gonna hate man. me I but I have to give this movie a 2.9 out of 10
0: alright 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 Brandon you're up
2: <laughs> a lot of pressure here okay uh, first time no big no pressure whatsoever alright uh, so for me, I'm going to push back on you a little bit, Cam. I yeah. think this movie was directly made for our generation. Directly okay. for us. Okay. Because a lot of kids, they won't recognize Tom and Jerry. They True. don't know who they are. I mean, unless you have Boomerang, you know, they don't really show Tom and Jerry on you know mainstream media or TV or whatever. But I do think it was made for us. However, it wasn't done in the fashion that we would have liked it to be. So, for I, I will say that, but for me it was, it was nostalgic. You know, there was a lot of callbacks from what they had when, whenever, the, you know, we were kids like right off the bat, whenever uh, they played the joke, whenever uh, Tom was playing the piano, when he grabs up Jerry and he's looking in his hand and he opens up his hand and Jerry's also looking in his hand and he's like, Oh no, I don't want to show you what's in my hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they have those same kind of tropes that, you know, we've been used to. And I don't know. It's just, there's just so many callbacks bringing in, I think the dog's name is Bruto, Brutus, Bruto, Yes, you know, and then the uh, girl, the girl cat, every time I yeah. see her, all I can think about is like, is you is or is <laughs> you <Yes>. my baby? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of nostalgic things there for me. So I, I won't be as rough on it as, as, as you both, but I, I will give it four out of five. I, I will give four. 4.5 kernels out of 10.
0: Okay. All right. All right. It's a good score. It's a good score. Okay. That was fun. Tom and Jerry. If, you know, as always, here's the thing this is what we always emphasize every time. Even if we tank a movie, go see it. You have to form your own opinion. You have to see things. You have to experience it. You have to watch bad movies from time to time, too. So even if you think you're going to agree with us, watch it. It's good for you. It's a palate cleanser. It helps you understand why good movies are so good. And maybe you'll like it. Everything is interpretive. So check it out. You can see that your local theater, if you feel safe enough to do that, which is totally fine, and you can watch it on HBO Max. So two places for you. And that is our review of Tom and Jerry. Alright, guys, we got one segment left. We're uh, we're humming along. We got a game. We're gonna play a game. And it is called Cat and Mouse, just like Tom and Jerry. As I reminded at the beginning of the show, we're each gonna give each other. One person is gonna give the other two people part of a hero villain pairing. Okay. And it can be it'll be either be the cat and the mouse, that's up to you. It doesn't really matter. You have to give the other side of the pair. Got it? Copy that. So Brandon, you can play along if you want to. You don't have to. I'm, I don't have any characters. That's fine. That's characters. fine. That's fine. I'll I'll say some Kirk will we'll trade back and forth, but you guys can both guess whenever. So Okay.
1: So how right. do we know since there are two? Do we say our name? Is that that how people do it? They say Kirk when they know the answer?
0: Now just shout it out. Okay, got you. Cool. Just shout it out. Yeah. We no, we're not going to get formal. We're just going to we're going to get weird. Um, okay. Okay. Let me pull up my notes here. Do you want to go first, Kirk, or you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay. Go. Oh, wait. The cat. Okay. 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 Go, go, go. <laughs> Whatever we do this every game, I swear we've done this like 30 times where I'm like, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? And it's like, I want to go first. And it's like, wait, does that mean first person asking the question or first person answering? We do this every time. <laughs> okay.
1: So go. You start. Tell me. I meant asking. I'm going to ask. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, um, the cat. Okay. Is Hans Gruber. John McClain. There it is.
0: Ding, ding, ding.
1: Oh, yeah. Got it. I don't have to say ding, ding, ding anymore.
0: Was that a softball, Kirk, or was that intended to be hard? Because it, I smashed that.
2: It was, that was that softball. softball. Oh, I'm going to do terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
0: mean, Kirk's a big diehard guy. So that's like, I read the scouting report. I knew that one was coming. <laughs> like that's, You know first pitch is going to be curveball right there. Okay. My turn. Ready? The mouse, literally, well, kind of, is Master Splinter.
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well,
0: yeah, but who's the cat? Oh, Her- oh, shredder! <laughs> Brandon got it. <laughs> it's not name the show, Kirk. It's not name the show. I kept, I was thinking the team. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Shredder. Shredder, good one. It is Shredder.
0: All right, Kirk, you're up.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. <clears throat>
0: The cat. Okay.
1: Doctor Hannibal Lecter.
0: Clarice. Oh, what's your last name? We probably have to have the last name. Yeah, it's too easy.
1: I'll give it to you.
0: No, no, it, no. Make me work for it.
1: Work for it, Cam. Work for it. You too, Brandon. What do you got?
2: Ah, I got her first name. I can look in the... Hello, oh, Clarice. Uh, it Clarice. Fox
1: Pixar Media. I know you got some knowledge out there. I think. Thank I think you for sticking around on I this, this show wrong. with us.
0: I don't know. Are they still here? I don't know. Um, let's see.
2: Yeah, they come in about a minute ago.
0: Yeah, there we go. Oh, they got one for us. We'll do that one next. Okay. Fan involvement. Let's do it. We'll do, we'll do, we'll engage. We'll engage. It's our first time. We're, we're, we're working out the kinks. The I don't know the last name. What's the last name? Clarice Starling. 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 There's the bat. Get <laughs> give myself three of those. Here we go. The cat is Rex Kramer. That's coming from that's coming from Fox Pixar Media. Mm.
2: Rex, Rex Kramer. Kramer.
0: Rex Kramer.
2: Mm. Can Kramer. we drop a hint on this?
0: Yeah, we can. We can drop a. We can drop a hint. Um,
1: are you still there, Fox Pixar Media? I don't know. Live on Streamyard. The movie or? is
0: the Kentucky Fried movie. Oh, I have I have not seen this. Oh, I'll be rats. honest. Hand up, have not seen it.
1: I have also not seen it. I've just heard about it a hundred <laughs> times.
0: Ah, Fox, Pixar, Media. What's the answer? <laughs> I don't know, but there's one quote, and it involves the it involves the N word. So that's not a good start. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if right. I remember correctly, this movie is more like a bunch of vignettes. That kind of it's It almost seems like a sketch comedy. Um oh it's from airplane.
0: Wasn't well, I don't know. I've seen I am aer- perplexed. <laughs> I've seen airplane, but I don't remember Rex Kramer. Is Rex Kramer in airplane
1: Is he the pilot?
0: I don't know. Or well, wait we'll wait for an answer, but we'll move on mouse. in the meantime. We'll move on in the meantime. <laughs> is it my turn?
1: Uh yes it is.
0: Okay. You've given the cat both times. I'm giving the mouse both times.
1: Oh well cool. do whatever you want, man. Here's the mouse.
0: Katie Heron, or Caddy. What? Katie Heron. This is a tricky
2: one. Is this a movie show? It's a movie. It's a movie. movie. Katie.
0: Spelled Mm -hmm. C-A-D-Y.
1: Oh, uh, uh,
0: Gretchen, um... Gretchen? Is her name Gretchen? No. It's not. I mean, Gretchen Wieners is in this movie.
1: That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. It's Mean Girls.
2: What's yeah. her name?
1: What is her name? I'm drawing the worst blank ever.
0: That's what happens in these games. Even if you know it, they fall apart. Oh,
1: Gretchen Wieners. And what's her name? Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. <laughs>
0: yep. Oh, I don't know her name. Why? Oh, Ted Stryker, it, by the way, Fox Pixar Media. It's Ted Stryker. That's what it is from Airplane. Because you said something Stryker,
1: Stryker, right? Ted Stryker. He is the pilot, I believe. So I'm half right on every one of these answers.
0: Yes, he, oh, is the, he is the pilot. You're right. Okay. Excellent. Did you get it yet? Did you get the Mean Girls one no, yet? No,
1: I just have Rachel McAdams. I know it's Rachel done. McAdams.
0: <laughs> Brandon, you got it? I got nothing. Regina George. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten you get, you get five of those, Kirk. Well, I'm just how they're dare you? growing, they're compounding, they're growing exponentially with each wrong answer.
1: Well, you know what? Do you want me <laughs> to stump you or do you want this game to be fine? I want no, want, I want Kim? a
0: stumper. We've already gotten a couple stumpers from um uh, from people watching along with us. So well, let's fine.
1: go. I'll stump you. There's no way that you know the answer to no this. No way, chance huh? In the world, you know the answer to this. Bring it. Are you ready? Brandon, you ready? Yes. You're good. not. Neither of you are <laughs> <laughs> The Mouse. Okay. Dr. Richard Kimball.
0: Dr. Richard Kimball. Oh, this is ER, isn't it?
1: No, it is not. It's not? No, sir. Hmm. This is an Academy Award winning film.
0: Oh, it's going to be super old. It's going to be one of these James Dean movies I haven't seen.
1: No, sir. No, sir. (laughs) (laughs) This was in the 90s.
0: The Mouse is Dr. Richard Kimball. It also had a television
1: show. There is a the one of the antagonists of the movie. You could say that he has no arm. He was a one armed killer. You killed my wife.
0: I'm I am totally gone.
1: From the fugitive? Hello. Did
0: oh you see the fugitive? yeah. I didn't Dr. Richard Kimball? Is that Harrison Ford?
1: That is Harrison Ford. He is the wow. mouse and the cat who takes him.
0: It's the doctor that threw me.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're you're a trickster. You knew you knew that would, you knew that would throw me. Okay. Tommy
1: Jones, Samuel Gerard, yeah, is the cat.
0: Okay.
2: Mm.
0: I'm not giving you my softball. I haven't given the softball yet. I'm not giving it to you. So I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> I'll mention it at the end.
1: Oh man, you're destroyed. You're you're mad. Here, you're this mad, one this
0: one's kind of easy though. Okay. Here's the cat. No, 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 no. Here's the mouse. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Oh, well.
1: Does <laughs> he so have like a super villain that always yeah, comes back? Yeah,
2: dude. He's got an arch nemesis? Yes.
1: I mean, every You guys time aren't I Sherlock?
0: Think, did you guys watch Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch? No?
1: I did not. No? Did not oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.
0: Yeah, he's in this one, too. He's in that one, too. I mean, he's in the second one of that, maybe? All I
1: think about yes. is the Hound of the... Baskerville's that's no, all No it's I the think guy about.
0: it's the same guy who is in Chernobyl um in the Robert Downey Jr one I'll, I'll pull it up I'll pull it up um what, what that was just called Sherlock Holmes right the Robert Downey Jr one
1: Yes And then The Book of Shadows is the second one like Yeah a game, a, like, a game of colon? Shadows a, a game, game of, of Shadows,
0: shadows. Yeah, yeah yeah Oh man um
1: Let's just call this game Stump City because, man, these are tough. Yeah, <laughs> I still I, like it. I it think they're just me. tough
0: because it's like it's just one of those things. When you play these games, I've done this every time we've played a game where it's like you know the answer, but you're freezing under the pressure.
1: I mean, Regina George. Like, I'm not going to sleep tonight because I should have known that. Come no,
0: on. No, it's not a big deal. Oh, yeah, Jared <laughs> Harris. This is the guy from Ch- Chernobyl. He plays him, I and it's a very nondescript name. He's got a red beard, you know. Anybody? I have no idea. Professor James Moriarty. Moriarty. Oh, now I
1: know it. I know that name.
0: Rats. Right? See, I almost gave you Moriarty. If I would have said James Moriarty, would you have said Sherlock Holmes? You probably would have, right?
1: No, I just know it by association. Really? You wouldn't
0: have? Oh, man, I should have gone with that. I think it is slightly easier that way. Okay, Kirk,
1: you're up. All right. This I'm going to give you um,
2: another softball.
1: <laughs> and there's two answers to this one. You could do either one what? depending on depending on which film in the series you're talking about. Honestly. Let's
0: go. Let's go.
1: The cat is the terminator.
0: Okay. So then John. it's yeah, John Connor yeah. or um, his mom.
1: That is that is correct. John Connor and Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Both correct. Sarah
0: Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet recently that was, like, people never talk about the fact that, like, I'm going to butcher it. And it's probably better that I paraphrase it because I'm not going to source anybody. But it was basically, like, (laughs) I love how uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was just in all these movies in the 90s and 80s. And nobody ever talked about the fact that he has, like, a super thick Austrian accent. Like, it's never a part of his plot. (laughs) He's like, he's always playing like some Midwestern dad. <laughs> he's like completely Austrian. Like, why is that not part of his backstory at all?
1: Kindergarten Cobb. Jingle All The Way. <laughs> Jingle
0: Yeah, Junior. Exactly. It's like, why? Yeah. And they're all, yeah, it's all him as a dad. I don't know. Anyway, that's a good one. Okay. Here, let's go with this one. Give me an easy one. I'll give you an easy one. I think. <laughs> Commodus is the cat. Commodus.
2: Oh. Uh, is it gladiator? It is gladiator. Maximus. Maximus, decimus, Aurelius. it Killed is. It. Good job, Brandon. <laughs> Good job, guys. You
0: get doubles for that. You guys both got it. Alright. Next one, this is, Kirk.
2: This is my last
1: one. Okay. I think this is my fifth one.
0: Yeah, I've got one left as well.
1: I don't know how well this is gonna go. Good luck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go. Let's the go. Mouse.
1: The mouse. And I'll take just a first name of a character. Okay. I don't even know if we get a last name from this character. Uh, the mouse is Sydney Prescott.
0: Sydney Prescott?
1: What's your favorite scary movie? Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, what's.
0: Uh... This is the mouse?
2: She is the mouse.
0: So is it just screen?
2: But that character was called some. Oh
0: right? yeah. What's yes. the character's name? He has a name. It's uh I'll
1: take a first name only.
0: Does it have a first and a last name? He probably
1: does. <sighs> he was the he was the lead killer yeah. in this film. If it helps, if you need a hint.
0: I'm not gonna get it. It's and no, it's the big twist ending, you know. We I We
1: had we had we heard these names it was one of the twins names in one division you have your 50 50 shot billy it is correct
0: <laughs> <laughs> counts Count it. scream i love scream i i would never know that i would never know that um all right i've got one more okay I this one could be easy i don't know i can't decide if i should go with the cat or the mouse i think i'm gonna go with the i think i'm gonna go with the
1: Cat. You're a big mouse guy, so I have oh, been going cat. mouse.
0: I've mean, been having going mouse. I think I'm gonna go Whoa. cat. I think it's slightly easier if I give cat, but you guys tell me. The cat is Ivan Dra- Drago Drago. Ivan Ivan Drago. Oh. Brandon's got it.
2: Go ahead, Brandon. Is it is it Rocky?
0: Yep. Rocky Balboa. My softball was Lex Luthor, but I mean that's not that's like the softest of softballs.
1: That's soft. That's soft.
0: All right, that's why I didn't give it. I didn't want to insult your <laughs> intelligence. I figure better to answer a bunch of them wrong than to answer correctly on Lex Luthor Superman, you know? Like <laughs> right. that's, that's hey, Fox
1: Pixar Media. Clearly we are not very good at this game, so you had some big stumpers out there. They were I'm sure they were good. Oh, uh, Twister?
0: I when was the last time I mean Here's here's my twister story. You guys ready for this? Yeah. I was I was the baby of the family. Any of you guys the baby of the family? Yeah, Kirkly out of two. Out of two, yeah, Kirk too, right? Yep. Um, I was the baby out of family out of three. When you're the baby, what happens is your parents get lazy about what movies they put on, and they don't really consider if it's age appropriate for you. <laughs> when your oldest sister is nine years older than you. And your next oldest sister is five years older than you. I watched Twister at four years old. It <laughs> scarred me for life. It did. I was, I like, until I was like, I don't know, what age can I give that's not, I think, I think probably till I was 12, I was scared of storms, legit. Yeah. That's one parenting mistake. And my parents are fantastic, they did an amazing job. I am already a way worse parent than they were, but that one, that's a black mark on their record
2: showing me right. twister at 4 that just like- that's that's so funny we were i was just talking about twister just a couple <laughs> days ago you know how they uh, they dropped all those like little uh tracking balls yes. like on the screen they just took it off and they kind of made a a 3d model of the tornado
0: yeah. yeah
2: they're actually doing something uh for the Mississippi River in a program that I'm actually in uh a part of they're dropping like i think it's like 20 or 30 trackers in like bottles at uh in like st paul uh oh minnesota, minnesota. And yeah just gonna let it let them uh flow down the river and figure out where all of our all the tra- uh, plastic waste and everything else in the mississippi river is actually ending up so that's cool. it was really interesting the first thing my mind went to is twister <laughs> and those yeah. slacking balls that went around the tornadoes they're way it's ahead of their funny. time yeah, amazing. Yeah. That is
0: awesome. Well, that's our game, cat and mouse. That game was it. Was like every game we play, they're always harder than they seem. Um, but that's what makes it fun. It's always fun, and I think a little added pressure this time, knowing that we were live. So no edits. No edits. That's right. No no givesies backsies, as we like to say. Um, it's been a fun time. Like I said, and I cannot stress you enough, we have a lot of exciting things coming. We're super excited to have Brandon. Brandon's going to be popping in on this show. We're going to be doing some video content with Brandon. He's going to be helping us produce this show. We got lots of good stuff going on there. Um, So glad to have Brandon. We are, you know, if you, if you found this stream, awesome, because we did not advertise it at all. We were just trying to do a test. So thank you, Fox Pixar Media, for listening in. That was a lot of fun engaging with us there. Um, we'll be doing more of this. We'll be doing live streams for every episode, and then we will also cut this up, put it on Apple Podcasts, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere you can listen to podcasts, as well as YouTube. And you can catch us on, uh, as you can see on the bottom of the screen, popcorn, the number 4 breakfastcom If you're listening and don't have access to the screen view, popcorn, the number 4 breakfastcom Our website is up to date today. We got all our latest videos, including Spilled Popcorn, our web series that Kirk teased earlier, where we are breaking down currently division And we just had the finale this week. We're getting ready to record that one right now. So... We are going to talk about WandaVision there. Don't want to miss it. That'll be dropping on Monday as well as this podcast for those of you listening. Um, what else? We've got, we got exciting things to come. So follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can find us pretty much anywhere by typing in popcorn for breakfast. And anything else, guys? Anything I'm missing?
1: Um, contact us if you want a T-shirt. Fox News, yeah. our media, man, you're That's the man right. of the hour. Thank you so much for chatting with us the whole
0: time. It's been, <laughs> it's been fun. We're, we're going to be doing more of this. Like I said, um, so want to give a special thanks to our executive producer, Ryan Spriggs. Want to give a special thanks to Brandon who helped us with this episode is going to be helping us out a bunch in the future. We're really excited. And, um, as always, our original music is by a band called rhetoric. Check them out on, the Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen, we're gonna play them out now, and we will see you guys next week. See you then.